Welcome to the Storyline Podcast, where we are talking to global leaders about God's global mission. I'm really glad that you joined us today on the Storyline Podcast. My name is Kirby Holmes. Today, you're going to get to listen in on a dialogue that I had with Brian Doyle. See, Brian has been a pastor in England and a pastor in South Africa. And in the last few years, he's been really a missions mobilizer. He's been trying to activate projects around the world to get people involved in God's purposes and plans to fulfill the Great Commission. Let's get started. I'm here in St. Petersburg, Russia, sitting with my friend, Brian Doyle. And it's been a fascinating opportunity for us to talk with uh, church leaders here in Russia about the future of the church and potential projects that uh, Brian's working on. And uh, it's been a great couple of days getting to know Brian. And so uh, I'm giving you this opportunity now to just join our conversation that we've been having this week. And uh, we've been talking a lot about missions and especially missions around the world, like what's happening with missions in the global church. And, and so we've had just really interesting conversations around that. Uh, Brian, just uh, tell our audience a little bit about yourself. Thank you. Um, and I will say thanks uh, to you, Kirby. We've had, uh, we've kind of been the deadly duo here in uh, St. Petersburg as we sought to craft new projects, collaboration around the world. There's so much fun when you can uh, bring people in the room and suggest that they do kingdom together. And we've kind of been doing that and that's been so much fun. I'm an Englishman, as you can probably tell from this fabulous accent of mine, <laughs> which I say kind of facetiously. Uh, but yeah, born in the uh, north of England, uh, came to a profound moment with God when I was about 16 and uh, discovered really who I was in the course of my teenage years and early 20s, that probably uh, serving as a leader, pastor, teacher, communicator, evangelist was really probably what my future would be. And certainly uh, I've lived on three continents uh, in that capacity as a pastor in South Africa and in the UK. And uh, and now I find myself in the great state of Texas, uh, championing mission. I'm the leader of Global Serve. I also primarily serve with International Sports Federation, an organization that spent the last 25 years mobilizing sport-related mission projects around the world. And uh, we're here actually in St. Petersburg with the anticipation of putting teams on the ground during the FIFA World Cup, which is the largest sporting event in the world next June. So that's why we're here and it's been a lot of fun. Well, as you and I have talked, obviously you have an extensive experience traveling the world, talking to church leaders, uh, trying to get the pulse of where they are in their missional thinking and some of the practices they have about being uh, on mission and trying to fulfill the Great Commission in, in their world, in their context. Uh, and I just wanted to hear from you, like, what are you celebrating about what you see as you travel globally and talk with church leaders? I think uh, the great celebration is probably the conversations that began about missional, you know, 20 years ago, really, we started the, the notion that probably this gospel mandate was about others and not about us. Um, is that that's really finally beginning to land. They say it kind of takes a generation or so for people to really grasp that probably missions is not a department of ecclesia, of church. It's not one of the things that we do, but it's who we are, that the church is a movement and uh, we get to participate and join God in bringing hope and healing to the world. I think I'm receiving that message from leaders across the world. I think they get it. 
I don't think they raise an eyebrow when you start talking about such things. So that brings great and new hope. Clearly, the new generation of emerging young leaders uh, capture that, and they're born missional now. They don't have to go through a missional conversion. They're born that way as millennial, particularly, and that they see the world very, very differently. And they're very exciting to be around. So I think there is great hope going forward. I've seen there is a, uh, all the rules are changing. Mm-hmm. I think the rules that we established of uh, some of the primary sending centers of the world uh, is um, is running its course, if not has run its course. Mm-hmm. Certainly there are countries that exceed the United States now in terms of their missionary deployment. But uh, to capture the idea of na- national to national around the world is uh, pretty fantastic. I was mentioning to Kirby earlier today of a project that we got involved with uh, in the last 10 or 12 years post the Kosovan crisis and the migration of peoples to North London, we were able to uh, integrate them as you should and love on them and uh, invite them into our faith community. And then to clearly see that we had the potential of sending them back uh, to um, Albania and to Kosovo, to which they did. We planted churches. It was incredible. Uh, and then as we began to develop our so-called relationship or partnership with them, we realized that they wanted to kind of go where we were going as well. Um, within a couple of years, we picked up a bunch of Albanian pastors that we trained and developed and, and uh, placed uh, in the mainland and took them to, of all places, Phnom Penh, Cambodia. I, I said the, 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 the very notion of having an Albanian, a Kosovan and a Cam. Uh, a Cambodian in the same room just it just doesn't really happen but, right, uh, right. I know that is happen. an to put those two countries in the same sentence uh, missionally uh, is fantastic I, I couldn't even believe my ears when you're telling me the story of how these two countries got together I, I really don't think they could find each other on the map if they tried <laughs> right uh, but you could see them from both sides light up to the notion that that really all mission is local that with the heart of God, uh, seeing a broken world, you just need to tap into him. And uh, they could see that we're all global citizens and we're all on mission with God around the world. And that was thrilling. They didn't need to receive the cavalry of a large mission-sending country or uh, agency or denomination, but they could actually go themselves and make a critical difference in the world. And then they're beginning to pass that very culture on, and that's, that's pretty exciting around the world. Well, that, that is one of the things that I feel like I'm celebrating as well, that the that countries, churches, church leaders are seeing opportunity for mission, and it's from the most unlikely places. Uh, the idea that there's people from Kosovo considering uh, living out a missional life in Cambodia. Uh, I think we're seeing that more and more around the world, which is exciting to see God involving so many peoples uh, in his mission. Uh, but it also comes with challenges, and uh, you've probably encountered or experienced uh, what some of the challenges might be as some of these new countries begin to try to live out a missional impulse and being a part of God's story around the world. What are what a few things maybe you can mention about challenges? I think uh, the biggest challenge and the biggest dawning for me, even coming to the United States, was to, uh, to come thinking that I was going to be this fantastic mobilizer. And ultimately, we've moved a few people, and that's been f- wonderful but spend 10 years of my life educating a nation that really didn't understand mission culture, and dare I say that was in the United States, 
um, was something I didn't reckon that I was going to be doing. I didn't seem to be the modus operandi, but I ended up being an educator. And I think that uh, what's needing to happen is the understanding of mission as a culture within a faith community that actually we're all part of this wonderful uh, adventure rather than it being relegated to just a few or celebrated amongst just a few the missionary on the stage being commissioned and and we're just kind of the plebs in the room who uh, get to write a check or just uh, admire these fantastic people of sacrifice that we can all get involved in the game and uh, but that takes some doing to convince what we've got so wrong for so long uh, to really convince the generations that they uh, that the Spirit of God is in the people of God and they can go and leak Jesus and deposit him into the cultures around them without having permission or have to go through some kind of um, previous system or uh, or setup from, from a local church. I think, I think the education is key of the culture of mission so that people really get it quicker and, and move out there. And I, was, I think I, I come across that ever that challenge that um, there's just some old paradigms that haven't been broken and need to be and some gentle education. And I think Storyline wonderfully fit into this picture of educating a new generation of leaders that they can lead and they can go and they can mobilize their people to, to bring hope and healing to a broken world. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been very passionate uh, about many things as we've talked uh, the last few days. Um, but what are some personal things that you're just excited about in your future and excited about uh, what God's vision for a mission in your life looks like? Yeah, I think it's a great question. I, uh, I'm clearly uh, I'm not slowing down. I sense that today with even within myself as we thought about, again, two interesting characters uh, from different parts of the world working together uh, in international mission projects. So I'm getting pretty excited about that. I've just come off a, a Greece project uh, where we just determined as an organization to get involved in where God's heart was breaking the most. And so we're serving Syrian and Afghan refugees in Greece. And uh, just seeing once again, a whole bunch of young people lit up, uh, telling their stories tearfully at the end of a week of service and watching the magic happen in them and watching their lives being uh, fundamentally transformed in front of my eyes, the fast-tracking of their own discipleship, if you like, and then really getting it. And then and then watching the follow-through as they message and Facebook and, and as they send their images to their friends and family of, uh, of real transformation that's gone on with them. And so I'm excited about what we're doing in a short-term sense or in a gap year sense or summer placement sense that's really changing the lives of a new generation of, of leaders and they're going to lead out they're going to run pastors and and, and and as I say make a remarkable difference going forward in the world of mission well I want to say uh, thanks for the last couple of days that we've been here in Russia uh, one of the things I think you and I've experienced in our time here in St. Petersburg is just uh, the beauty of the city uh, it was created as the Venice of the North, and uh, it certainly is a beautiful city, and uh, we've experienced the great hospitality and generosity of the people here, and uh, that's something that uh, we've been able to do together the last couple of days, and then just to, to think and pray and dialogue around missions and what God is up to. So uh, thank you for your time, and thank you for the partnership and friendship we've had uh, this week. 
Kirby, thank you so much. And, you know, may I say in terms of storyline, I think you have found a real rare jewel in terms of a vision here. Uh, clearly, we're beginning to see the, the nation-to-nation uh, movement, but I think uh, giving resources and creating opportunities to, to motivate and to inspire uh, the, the, uh, this idea is, is just fantastic. And so I would want to wish you uh, Godspeed uh, going forward as an organization. May you see thousands reached uh, through what you're doing. Appreciate you. Yep. Thank you. Appreciate it, Brian. Well, thanks for joining us on this episode of the Storyline Podcast. If you would like to learn more about Storyline, join us online. Go to our website, storylinemissions.org. That's storylinemissions with an S.org.